Hello and welcome to LiveWire's 2022 Outlook series. I'm Ali Selby and today we'll be sitting down with some of Melbourne's best fundies to see if they're bullish or bearish for the year ahead. And this year we have a no fence sitting policy. We tend to be bullish on the markets and tend to be a little bit pessimistic on stocks. You know, over time, markets do pretty well. And by being pessimistic on stocks, you can actually try and avoid the downside, which is what we do. We try and pick quality businesses. But if you force me to be really um, clear on the outlook, I'd be I'd be bullish. And the reason I'd be bullish is because of the economic rebound that we're seeing in the economy. So, you know, the Australian economy is supposed to do very well next year. Um, you know, with lockdowns in Victoria and New South Wales um, stopping and the reopening trade happening. Uh, and we've got an election early next year and like and a budget that's that's in better shape than expected, which means we'll probably have cash handouts combined with, you know, a, a household sector which has good balance sheets, a corporate sector with good balance sheets as well. Um, means that there's a good, a good uh, tailwind to the economy next year in terms of economic growth. I'd just point investors to one thing and, and one thing only, which is that the long-term interest rate, despite everything we've thrown at it, you know, can't get much above 2%. You know, we've thrown inflation, reopening, shortages, COVID, uh, massive stimulus, massive central bank printing, and we still can't get the long-term interest rate above 2%. And every investor I know in the world is, you know, that's your risk-free alternative. Uh, and so ultimately, that's going to encourage you to take risk next year. Uh, so that makes us bullish. The reality is, is the equity market is a beautiful thing because it's full of these amazing companies that can grow structurally over time, produce wonderful cash flows. And they're just, a, just quite frankly, such a better alternative than a risk-free rate at 2% today. And so, you know, I know people are concerned about rates backing up and all these different things. But if you just look at that one number, that one number says you should stay bullish equity markets into 2022 clearly bearish at this point. I, <laughs> I need to clarify that in the sense that not calling for a major bear market, but more equity markets flat to down single digits from a total return perspective. Inflation, there's been a lot of talk about inflation, but our concern is that's becoming much more embedded in forward expectations. And there's a real risk that as we go forward, inflation is higher than expected. Um, so that's a major concern. I'm feeling bullish in the short term. I think there's enough drivers between central bank liquidity, strong corporate earnings, consumers are cashed up, and a huge M&A cycle. I think that'll be really good for the market in the short term. But as we get through 2022, my enthusiasm wanes. So don't expect me to be bullish for the whole of 2022. But I think for the first part, things look pretty good. I think it always pays to be an optimist. You've got to be positive. The market's actually not that expensive. It's only about 19 times when we look at the global equity space. Um, where we see a huge opportunity is the small mid caps, um, really excellent growth cohort down there. And they're trading pretty much in line with, with global benchmarks and they're normally at a 25, 30% premium. So I think there's going to be big catch up there. Uh, we look at how small mid caps have performed out of other economic crises and, and they've really done well over sort of one, three, five year period. So we're pretty optimistic for the next uh, 12 to 18 months on smaller mid caps. Overall, you've got to keep in mind that the market this year, this calendar year, is up almost 20%. So it's a pretty good return. Looking forward into 22, the market's expecting about 3% earnings growth. But what concerns us is that's on the back of 3% revenue growth. So implied in that is flat margins. And that just seems pretty hard to achieve given all the cost pressures that we're talking about, that we hear about. So overall, 
we think that the market might be, it might be a good outcome if the market generates a modest single digit positive return for 22. Well, what do you think that could be, you know? One, one to 5% or 5 to 10%? Yeah, I'd say 1 to 5. Oh, no. Because the other thing you have to think about is the multiple. And clearly we're all talking about interest rates um, and interest rates going higher. And that, all else being equal, generally has a, a dampening effect on the multiple. It brings the multiple down. So, yeah, if interest rates are going to be a headwind, that's going to lead to potentially a lower return. Oh, it's always a difficult one. Like I hate it when people ask me at the start of the year, what will the market do this year? But I think the main factor behind the market is momentum and there's a huge amount of momentum. Interest rates are not going to rise anytime soon. I think there will still be money flowing into the system, which will create its own momentum. So I think overall, I'm probably more bullish than bearish in the coming year. At the end of the day, it's gonna come down to what your view on inflation is. We can keep inflation in the box, um, and the interest rates don't rise, and therefore um, investment returns will inevitably fall if they do rise, mm. um, then, um, then I think I'm going to be somewhat bearish. But the, the very fact that we're talking about this as a binary outcome, I think should be evidence to investors that you do need to look beyond the short term. Generally, we think the challenge for next year is quite significant because of inflation, lower, uh, weaker monetary policy support, uh, high starting valuations, index concentration, all of those things we think create a very difficult backdrop for next year. However, there are regions and sectors like Europe, like Japan, or sectors that are not crowded that we do see significant opportunities. So bearish on the US, but bullish on Europe and Japan and some of Asia. Certainly that'd be correct.